Welcome to the Legacy Leaders Podcast. Are you doing the best for your client to help them create their legacy? Are you creating a plan that goes far beyond finances to help people ensure that it becomes the driving force behind all decisions? On this podcast, hosts Katie Beth Hand and Stan Miller will help you with growing your practice and your client's peace of mind. Together, they bring the best and brightest minds to share with you how to help your clients develop their best legacy. And now, here are your hosts, Katie Beth and Stan. Well, welcome to the Legacy Leaders Podcast today. My name is Chris Baldino, and I am your host. Today, my special guest is Ashley Guinicini, and she specializes in estate planning, trust administration, as well as elder law. Ashley, thank you so much for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Ashley, let's go back in time. And how did you get into or decide about law school and, and get started get started in this business? What were some of the some of the interesting uh, points about that? How they how that how they came together? Yeah, that's a great question. So <laughs> I think if you ask my parents, they probably said I got interested in law from a very young age because of my love for debate. <laughs> I was definitely um, as a child the one who you know really had to argue her side or was really fixated on on winning every argument but honestly for me that wasn't what did it for me because that's not even the type of law that I practice it was much later when I was in college and I, I majored in philosophy and I became fascinated with solving problems or figuring things out I did a lot of logic classes a lot of classes on ethics and that's where I really started to realize what legal thinking is, right? Or how to solve a problem or how to help people through solving a problem. Um, and it was really then that I decided if I'm going to do anything in life and be really happy, it's going to be something related to the law. Um, so that was my, my major deciding factor for choosing to go to law school. So how many siblings did you grow up with, Ashley? I grew up with no siblings. No siblings. So you child. were the one. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Was there a person or individual that you met when you got started or along the way that influenced you? Yeah, I mean, I've had a few. I had a couple of law school professors, one in particular, Professor McClendon. I'll never forget him. He was really my first teacher who really got me to sort of figure out what I wanted and to really get me to think deeper about things. And that sort of has always stayed with me. I mean, he was, even though he's a first year law school professor, I stayed in contact with him the entire time I was at school. And even after I finished. And then luckily for me, after I graduated, I was fortunate enough to have some really, really good mentors, people who took the time to really show me the ropes and make sure that I was trained well and I understood things. Um, you know, it's upsetting for me today because I hear lots of young associates saying that when they get into firms, they don't really get much time with the partners or they just pretty much have to learn on their own. Um, you know, it's, it's not that same type of learning atmosphere. And I feel really fortunate because when I first started, I had a handful of attorneys who, if it wasn't for them, I don't think I would have made it. I mean, they, they literally made sure I knew exactly what I needed to do. Sure. Sure. That's awesome. So can Ashley, can you tell me now, fast forward to today, what is it that you specialize in? What what makes you feel, what do you feel that makes you different than others in your industry? You know, I think one of the things that makes us different is 
I almost liken it to there's, you know, there's Western medicine and there's holistic medicine, right? And if you go to, if you go, not that there's any, you know, both are needed at different times, right? But if you go to um, a doctor just to get medication to treat something, you'll get sort of a bandaid or a quick fix. You go to somebody holistic, they're really going to stay with you and dig and find the root cause of an issue and make sure that everything gets fixed. Mm. Where our law firm is like that. We're very sort of diagnostic in that sense where when somebody comes to me and we mainly mainly do estate plans. So we do a lot of will plans. We write a lot of trusts for people. We do a lot of other documents, medical documents, powers of attorney, things that help people through times of need. But everyone's different yeah. and also meeting your long-term objectives for what you want to have happen to both your assets as well as your body, those things change. Yeah. So our firm takes the approach that when you come and sign up for services with us, we stay with you. We have several different things that we use that are mainly planning tools. So we're not just drafting your documents for you and giving you your documents. We're actually planning out the next several years of your life and staying in contact with you, updating things. If your main goal is you don't want your kids to have to go through the court process of probate, which is expensive and long in order to get whatever your assets are, we do extensive planning with you and take it all the way to the finish line to make sure you're fully covered and then we stay in contact with you for the rest of your life to make sure as new things come up, we catch everything. So it's it's definitely more of a thorough, comprehensive approach. And it's almost like our clients become family. Hmm. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that. And it's so yeah. important to stay in touch with folks, your clients, because it's so easy. I meet a lot of people every day. And when I ask them about their, their estate planning, if they've done any of that, and usually half the time it's no, and the other half the time it's yeah, I talked to somebody 10 years ago and never yeah. heard from them and they never kept in touch with me, right? You know, so, and things up, things have changed. Things are changing all the time. So that's all, I'm, that's a great experience. It's a great explanation, actually. So you're, I, I'm guessing the kind of experience that you're trying to deliver is more of a family or or can can, can you expand on that? Yeah, you know, we have so we have lots of staff here. We have um, four different attorneys who work with in our wills and trust estate planning department. We have three amazing paralegals. We have a legal assistant. And between our entire team, we stay very connected to our clients, sometimes too, sometimes too connected. Sometimes I'll actually have clients tell me, my gosh, you check in with us so much, <laughs> which is kind of uh, interesting. I don't think they're really saying it as a complaint, but I, I do think it's more common in, in many practices where, like you, as you said, you get your product. It isn't that you're not getting what you paid for. You bought an estate plan, you get an estate plan, but then that's pretty much it, right? Mm -hmm. You have your plan and then it's up to you to kind of navigate it moving forward. Whereas the family approach for us comes more in because we do tons of follow-up. Everything that we do is package pricing and flat fee pricing. So I don't bill my clients for phone calls, emails after the fact. We don't do hourly rates. They pay us for a plan and that plan, you know, it lasts. Meaning once they sign their documents and they're done, we're following up with them to be a, hey, did you go to the bank? Did you change that account like we told you to? Sure. You know, we're recording deeds for them. We're calling them, you know, every couple of weeks and sometimes monthly, sometimes, you know, 
quarterly just to check in. Are there any changes? Do you need our help with anything? We really want to stay connected. And, and because we have a larger team, we're able to do that. You know, we have people that are able to reach out to all of our clients. Yeah, I'm so glad to hear that also. I mean, also, um, when I talk to folks, they say they may say that they've done the work with an attorney to do the trust work, for example. And then I asked them, did you fund the trust? And, you know, you get the face of what? The fund? The fund? And, yeah. and half the time it wasn't funded it's because nobody followed up with people, right? Because people... Exactly. They didn't yeah, go they to the bank. They didn't change the bank. They didn't change. They didn't do any of the, any of the type changes, you know, so... Yeah. No, we see that all the time. People will come to us with a trust thinking they're going to hire us for a trust administration, but it turns into a probate because even mm -hmm. though they had a trust, nothing was ever, like you said, funded. Nothing was put into the trust. And mm -hmm. that's a common misconception. And if you're not in this field, if you're not a lawyer or a paralegal who practices estate planning, you don't know. You might think, hey, I have a trust now, right? I signed this document. So everything's in my trust conceptually, you're not thinking with, oh, I actually have to go to the bank or I have to call my financial advisor or I have to change things on these different right. accounts that I have. You're not thinking with change your house. You don't think with that. You really need somebody to guide you through that process. Sure. Yeah, definitely. It's It, it doesn't end with, with with the trust, you know? So, so what are some common misconceptions, actually, uh, about your industry in this area that you're finding? Uh, well, actually, oddly enough, that is one of the biggest misconceptions that I see. Um, just like you were saying, I'll have so many people come in just to even review documents and they didn't, they'd have a total misconception on needing to actually make changes to their assets themselves once they yeah. sign a trust. Sure. Um, another thing is this, uh, there's a misconception and I would say this applies more to Florida because not every state is like Florida, but there's a misconception that you have to have a trust or that it's very expensive to stay out of probate, yeah. which is not true. Um, in Florida, we're very fortunate to have additional estate planning tools such as the enhanced life estate deed or the lady bird deed, what they call it for short, which is a way you can actually put beneficiaries on your home. Mm -hmm. um, there's usually ways to do a payable on death on certain accounts if they don't allow you to do beneficiaries. So time and time again, I'll see people who tell me, oh, you know, we really wanted to plan for our kids and we wanted to make sure everything stayed out of probate, but we can't afford a trust and this is all too expensive and, you know, we're not going to be able to do this, but they don't understand that there's all these other methods out there to achieve the same goal um, that is within their budget and nobody's ever told them that. So that's also a really big misconception. Hmm. Just explaining it to them. Sure. Yeah. So as we're speaking, I'm sure you're thinking in your mind, uh, can you tell a story of how you help someone just overcome a struggle or just get out of harm's way uh, because of your planning and your, and your advice? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like honestly, I'm fortunate because I feel like almost every day we get to do that and we get to help people. But probably um, one of one of the ones that sticks out in my mind that's, that's closer to um, the present time was having a client who did come in in one of those situations where they had a, they had a trust, um, did not know that they were supposed to move assets over into the trust in order to protect them from probate. Uh, her husband, was very ill so they had very limited time on moving certain assets around yeah. um, and we were really able to 
just jump on everything. And they had lots of assets too. I mean, it was, there was a lot of different things going on, going on a lot of different accounts, but we pulled pretty much all of our staff. And within a very short time frame, we're able to get everything in order and make sure that everything either got into their trust or had a beneficiary listed on it, one or the other. And because of that, um, luckily there was zero need for probate. And I mean, it was down to the wire, really down to the wire. That's such a great story. And I run into that a lot. Um, folks are just, they're they're at the end of their life or getting there and they feel so overwhelmed with the whole process of the probate and what needs to be done. And the kids, you know, the kids ultimately benefit from all of this, of course, right? So I've always tried to get the kids involved and have them work with the attorneys and because it's in their best interest as oh, well, yeah. right? because they have the time. Definitely. They'll make the time. They'll make the time based on your yeah. advice. And wow. especially when you have kids listed as your agent on a power of attorney um, and they know, hey, if you help us do this, this is ultimately going to benefit you. Sure. I love what you're saying because it's so true and they'll be really proactive. Mm -hmm. and, and honestly, sometimes when it is down to the wire like that, you need a lot of people helping. Sure. Wow. That's a, that's a great story. So Ashley, where do you see your industry or field going in the next five to 10 years? Well, um, what popped into my mind when you said that was... Uh, was uh, uh, automated responses. And, um, and I, I keep on getting these, these email alerts now for, um, for CLEs with, you know, computer generated um, stuff and, and how to navigate the legal field with that. So uh, obviously that's something that's coming up, but really uh, what I'm hoping to see, especially when we are getting a little bit more techie now, and there's like different ways that you can, you can ask a computer and get a legal response. Um, the one thing that I don't want to see happen is for us to lose that person to person contact. Of course. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with technology and things can get improved with technology and I'm definitely not against it, but I think what really makes my practice special and, and so many other people's practice special too, is really that human to human contact. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I much prefer clients coming into my office meeting me in person, me being able to explain documents to them in the office. So I hope that in the future, five years from now, 10 years from now, that that just doesn't go away. You know, I don't, I don't want this to turn into something where we're not meeting face to face and we're not really getting to know each other. Cause I happen to feel that you can't really truly help a person unless you take time to actually get to know the person themselves. And there's no better way to do that than being with them one-on-one. -on -one. That's that's well said. That's a hundred percent. And you know, technology is invading every every part of our life every day. I just think that I just think that people want to do business with people. They don't want to do business with an avatar or some some virtual uh, attorney, right? You know, they want to talk to somebody. And and I, and I think that'll always be the case. And technology can help us, not replace us, of course. You know, so for gosh sakes, um, so. Well, that is awesome, Ashley, and you've got a great story. So can you uh, help us, help your li our listeners understand what is an ideal client for you and what's the best way so people can find you? Yeah, so honestly, really, an ideal client is anyone who needs help um, primarily in the areas of estate planning. You know, people, and I don't care how big the problem is, I like to say like anyone that has an issue or like you were mentioning earlier, people that don't have their documents or haven't changed documents in 10 or 15 years. 
I know sometimes people will build it up in their head. Like it's, it's now it's such a problem or it's such a mess. They don't even want to confront it. They don't want to deal with it. Those are honestly my favorite clients, like being able to just peel back the layers of the onion. Let's mm. start from where we were 15, 20 years ago. Let's take it step by step. Don't worry about how long it's going to take us to get to the finish line, right? Let our team take over, you know, most of the work for you, as long as you're available just to answer some questions. That's really ideal for me. So if there's anyone out there who's thinking like, oh, we should have had this in place, or we didn't do anything with our estate planning for years, or so many things have changed, or even like our assets are such a mess, or we don't even know what we have or where to begin, they should call us because that's our specialty. Figuring all that out, you know, unraveling the riddles and the puzzles. Um, that's what we do best. Even people who feel that they have um, difficult things that they want to write in their documents, right? Put in their sure. will, put in their trusts. Um, we're here to help you through that too. So, so really, honestly, of, of course, we love the clients that are super, you know, everything's really simple, two kids, you know, everything's going 50-50 and everything's organized. Of course, that's great. But I don't want anyone out there to think that what they have or what's going on in their life is so complicated or so overwhelming that they should just turn away from it or not do anything. We would love to help them. That's great. That's well said. Is there anything that you would like to add before we sign off today, Ashley? You know, just I think probably the only thing that I would like to add is really stress the extreme importance of getting something in place, anything in place, even if, even if it's just a very basic estate plan, you know, talk about wills, maybe some medical directives, a, a durable power of attorney. It's easier to get in place than you think. Mm -hmm. There's all sorts of attorneys out there that offer all different kinds of packages. So there, there's definitely something that can fit within everybody's price range. And I think just because I've seen so many heartaches and people just completely stressed out going through probate. Um, and I've seen what it can do to families and how it can tear people apart that I really can't stress enough. If you've been thinking about it or waiting or thinking, gosh, I don't know who to call. Or I think this like, again, like it's going to be too complicated. Just pick up the phone, you know, and, and, and you want to reach out to either a local attorney or an attorney who practices in your state. You never know that first phone call can just change everything. I know it has for a lot of people who I've talked to. Mm, I'm so glad to hear that. Well, thank you for listening today. And this has been the Legacy Leaders Podcast with Chris Baldino. And my guest today was Ashley Guinicini. For more information on her and her work, we can visit her website at, at causelaw.com. She works in the Pinellas, is based in Pinellas County, but serves all of Florida. And we will have all this contact information in the show notes, show notes for you here today. So again, I want to thank you for joining me and y'all have a great day. Thank you. You've been listening to the Legacy Leaders Podcast with Katie Beth Hand and Stan Miller. For more information on them and the show, please visit PinnacleLegacyLaw.com. If you like what you've learned today, do share the program with your friends and subscribe wherever podcasts are found.